you guys welcome back to the one thing about it podcast you're here with your host Amani talks and I know that this segment was originally um talk Tuesday but you guys I am having trouble I'm having some difficulty getting it out every Tuesday so I don't want to call it talk Tuesday anymore I want to call it like let's talk through it talk through it something like that because you guys I do this podcast all by myself no one is helping me with this all my social media all the all the clips all the studio time, all that stuff is just me. It gets overwhelming sometimes. So y'all bear, bear with me while I'm still like cementing, I guess, the format of the show. I still will have a solo or maybe I want this actually to be more of a conversational piece. So while I am looking for another female host to um, host this segment with me, um, there was just things that I had to talk about this week. So I was like, let me just go ahead and drop a solo clip this week. Okay. And I'm looking for a co-host for this segment right now because I do want this piece to be more conversational between me and another woman, another black woman, um, because while the other longer form format that I drop every Friday is more, you know, shits and giggles, ha ha, kiki with another man or whatever. Um, I really want this to be more of a safe space for women to talk about whatever we need to talk about, specifically black women, because there are things that um, affect us that don't affect other women. And there were just some things in the media that I just had to talk about. Um there aren't many spaces for black women to just talk. And I think talking is so important. Of course, I have a podcast. I think talking specifically for black women is so important because there are so many things in this country that affect specifically us that if we don't talk about it, it can almost be misconstrued as us being complicit. That's why I think talking about things is so important. Um, as black women, when we do try to talk about things that we are passionate about, what do we get? We get labeled as angry, aggressive, you doing too much, you did this or that. And there are not many safe spaces for a black woman to just get on and have people view her as just her talking her truth, speaking her truth. So I really want another black woman to come on and co-host this segment with me because I really want this to be conversational and be seen as a safe space for black women to say whatever you want to say, whatever you want to say without judgment. This is my shit. Nobody going to cancel me on my shit. Um, so yeah, I really want this to be more of that kind of format. Um, so yeah, let's get into it this week. What we're going to be talking about is I've just seen so much stuff in the media happening recently, and I've just, every time I see this stuff, it all comes back to, if you let people talk long enough, they will always tell on themselves. And we've been seeing men do a lot of that in the media in the past week. I have several examples that we're going to talk about, so let's get into it. First one I want to talk about is Timbaland, right? I don't know what he was doing. I don't know if it was some kind of public forum or whatever, but you guys saw that clip of him being asked about how he feels about Britney Spears' memoir when she was talking about Justin Timberlake and their relationship um, and the abortion. And he told the, the reporter that she should be muzzled. And I was just extremely disgusted by him saying that. Number one, because Timbaland, you've said questionable things in the media about who you are as a person, Right. When you go on public interviews and tell people that as a grown man, you were in love with a teenager, a.k.a. Aaliyah, that makes us look at you like a pedophile. Nobody was saying muzzle Timbaland then, even though we should have been. Pedophilia is so normalized in our society, especially with men. Men look at a teenage girl and he's thinking, yeah, yeah, like, and it's just disgusting. Because right now the legal age of consent is 18, 19 in some states. But if the legal consent was 16, they would date 16 year olds. If the legal consent was 15, 14, they would date 15 and 14 year olds and they would say, that's the lead, that's the age of consent, that's the age of consent. You're gross. Timbaland, you're gross. 
So you're going on public platforms, making yourself look like a donkey, saying that you were in love with a teenage girl, but Britney Spears can't write her memoir about a probably traumatic experience in her life when she, you know, was with Justin Timberlake and he didn't want the baby and she got an abortion. So my whole thing is women can't even come from a space of just telling their truth without men talking about muzzle her. Are you dumb? I was so disgusted. It was so egregious to me that he would even say that. She wasn't coming from a place of contempt, um, of hatred. It was literally her just telling her truth. So now men don't even want us to tell our truths when it's against them or it's against their, their friends or whatever. Muzzle her? Are you serious? And then he tries to backpedal with an apology. But here's my thing. I don't believe in apologies because you did that shit. So stand on it. You said that shit. You said it, and you said it because you meant it. You, you ain't say it for, for nothing. You said it because that's how you really feel. So if that's how you really feel, Timberland, stand on that shit. We don't need an apology. Uh, uh, Britney Spears doesn't need an apology from you. Stand on that shit. I feel bad for people who are words of affirmation, affirmation people because that means that anything that somebody tells you, you'll believe it just because you want that validation from somebody else. I've never been a words of affirmation person because I truly believe that people are liars. People can lie to you. They can tell you anything that they want to. People are coercive. They're manipulative. Uh, manipulative. Sorry. And if you're a words of affirmation person, you'll take any crumb that somebody gives you just to feel good about yourself. I've never needed nobody to, to make me feel good about myself. Right. And words of affirmation people are people that accept apologies. I don't accept apologies because you meant that shit. When I say stuff on my podcast and people don't agree with me, y'all ever heard me uh, apologizing for it later on? I don't apologize because I say what I mean and I mean what I say. If you don't like it, fuck off. That's always been my mentality. So stand on that shit. Brittany don't need your, your apology. And, and when he said it, I was just like, why is this nigga apologizing to us? We don't, we, don't, we don't need you to apologize to us. It was very weird. You said some weird shit and then you tried to backpedal. Nah, go ahead. You meant that shit. You wanted Brittany to be muzzled simply for her speaking her truth. Very much weird. Very weird pedophile behavior. I'll go ahead and say that. And then... We got the same time that this stuff is coming out with Timbaland, just a little prior to that, Jeezy does that interview with Nia Long. Now, I've already spoke my piece about how I felt when Jeezy married Jeannie Mime, even though I didn't really speak on it too much because I don't have anything to speak on interracial relationships. I feel like that's none of my business. I don't speak on things that are not purely black issues. And um, I speak on interracial relationships just in general, but I never really spoke on them specifically because my idea is, you know, if a black man wants to mirror outside of his race, that's his business. Um, you look like a, a, a coon and a clown doing it, but, you know, you have every right to look like a coon and a clown. Um, we can't stop you. The, the coonery don't stop, you know. Um, so what am I supposed to say? What am I supposed to do? I, I really had nothing to say about it. But one thing I do have a problem with is when you run to another race to get married, to have kids, and you kind of, you know, leave everything that you were doing behind just to conform to her culture. And because here's the thing, when he married her, you didn't see her coming into his culture. He came into her culture. Like we saw several examples of that, you know? So it's like you really left everything behind to be with this non-black woman who publicly told people that she only saw black men as a piece of meat 
as a side dish, as a side, never as the main. Don't marry him. You just have sex with him. So she was objectifying black men on public TV, but you still chose to marry her. So already we're side eyeing you there because you have no, you don't have good judgment. You don't have good discernment about you, Jeezy. So I, in my mind, I'm writing him off because I'm just like, that's a coon. And I don't, that's, and when, when a coon marries outside of his race, I look at it as a come up for black people because yes, go over there, go over there. One less coon we got to worry about. Go over there. That's how I felt. I didn't feel any type of way about him marrying her because I'm just like, okay, good. Somebody else taking out the trash for us. Please go over there. Please. So, but what I have a problem with is when you decide to go over there, but now you want black women back on your side. You do an interview with Nia Long, who has also been recently publicly kind of scorned um she was you know cheated on by her longtime partner and so we get this dynamic of you trying to manipulate the media and the public and you're trying to speak directly to black women why are you trying to speak to us now I don't get it I don't get what his goal was and if and if I'm being honest I didn't even listen to the interview because just me seeing it I knew it was gonna be some bullshit I was like I'm not listening to this man why would I, as a black woman, sit down in my chair in my home where I'm paying the rent and listen to a black man, sorry, and listen to a black man spout some nonsense that I already know is going to be nonsense because I'm not listening to nobody who does not have good judgment and discernment, especially about your partner. Who you choose as a partner speaks directly to who you are as a person. You're choosing this person into your life. Your partner is a direct reflection of you. Who you marry and have kids with is a direct reflection of you. It is. So you chose to marry and, and have a kid with somebody who went on a public platform as big as The View or the, what, it, what, is, what is it called? The Talk? And speak about how you didn't think black men are good enough to marry, but that's who you chose to marry. So to me, that's telling me you don't have good judgment. You don't have good discernment. So why the fuck am I listening to you? Why the fuck am I listening to you? I'm not. So I didn't even listen to that interview because I knew what it was. I already knew. I knew he was going to be, now that he's divorced from Jeannie Mai, he wants to be black, back a part of the black community. I know that he's trying to pander to black women by using Nia Long in this conversation because we have so much empathy for Nia Long because of what she's just been through. So we have a black woman who's just been cheated on and we feel so bad for her. And then we have a black man who, who really abandoned his race to go and try to be Asian and now we're supposed to listen to him just because Nia Long is there? No. Fuck you, Jeezy. I don't, I, I see it clear. I saw it clear as day as manipulation. He was trying to manipulate the situation into his favor and use that interview to gain some, some points back with black women. Talking about some real niggas don't cheat. Yeah. Real niggas also don't marry outside their race when their partner was a, said, had racist things to say about black men. That real niggas also don't do that, but you did that. I'm not listening to you. He's a he's a good example of you let niggas talk long enough and they will reveal themselves. And then right after that, we have that podcast interview with Jadena for, I think he was promoting that company Better Health, talking about mental health for black men. But he touched on a lot of subjects about, I guess he was trying to say how he had transformed through therapy or something. I don't, I don't freaking know. And he was telling us about 
the man that he used to be versus the man that he is now. Now, I'm all about therapy and self-growth and just realizations and bettering yourself. But his what he said did not come off as genuine to me for one second. We know that the bar for good men is so low that the bare minimum that they do that society sees as good, people will be like, oh my gosh, look at him. He's such a good man because the bar is in hell. And I think that the bar has been set so low for men and just their moral compass and what they should be doing as decent human beings that Jadena going on that podcast and saying stuff like, yeah, you know, I robbed women of their baby making years by being manipulative and being a jackass and being a douchebag and making them think that we had a future when we really didn't. And I was manipulative and I did this and I did this, but now I'm so much better. And I feel like because the bar is set so low for men right now, just him admitting that people are clapping for it. They're praising it. But I don't praise it because it, it, it just seemed off to me than it is. Hey, Google, how old is the singer Jadena? 38 years old. Nigga, 38 years old. So this is a this is a nearly 40 year old man saying that maybe 10 years ago when he was 30, that these are the things that he was doing. You don't get a pat on the back for recognizing that 10 years ago you were a douchebag. And if I were him, I wouldn't have even spoke on that because if I'm truly ashamed of something, I don't bring it back up. I don't talk about it at all. There are things that I've done in my life that I'm truly ashamed of that I don't bring up. I don't tell anyone about because I'm just like, damn, like, I wish I didn't, I, I didn't do that. If I did things to hurt people, I'm like, yeah, I wish it didn't go that way. I'm not telling anybody about it. So for him to bring it up, he obviously thought that we were going to praise and applaud him for, for being better. No, all I'm doing is looking at you like, damn, like 30 year old niggas is really doing shit like that. We're supposed to like applaud you and, and be like, oh, my gosh, Jaden, you're such a good person for realizing that you were a douchebag at 30. No, I'm looking at him like, nigga, you're a, you're probably still a douchebag. If I'm being honest, if I'm really being honest, like I could see Jaden is still being a douchebag. <laughs> he just gives that vibe. I don't know. And, and here's my thing. OK. You are a conscious, grown individual at the age of 30, even at the age of 25, at the age of 21, okay? You are a grown, conscious individual, and you know that the actions that you are performing, how they impact other people. So when you're telling us at the age of 38 that maybe 10 years ago you were robbing women of their baby-making years, that tells me that... You did that shit intentionally and I'm supposed to pat you on the back just because you're revealing it to us now that you've leveled up and you moved on from that. No, I'm, I'm looking at you like, nigga, like, will, will men ever grow up? That, that's how I saw. I was just like, damn, like, this is a middle-aged man telling us that he was doing this not that long ago. Like, will men ever grow up? Will they? Here's my thing. Even if that was genuine and he really is turning over a better leaf and he really does want to improve and he was actually just telling us what he used to do versus what he's doing now, nigga, it's too late. You already did the shit. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like for me, I'm still in my 20s, right? If I did shit when I was a teenager, that's one thing. But for me to still be doing shit now and then when I'm 50 saying, yeah, you know, when I was in my 20s, I did this. I am a fully conscious individual right now. And the choices that I make right now are intentional. 
men act like they got to reach middle age to realize what they were doing in their 20s and their 30s were harmful to people. Nigga, were you not there? Are you surprised? I, I just don't be getting like, you turn middle age and now you decide, oh, okay, I, I guess I should be a good person now. <laughs> like, Jadino, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, niggas hit 50 and then realize that because of their manipulative and narcissistic actions that they were doing for two decades, three decades, how it resulted in them having nobody around. And now they're just like, damn, like, let me change my way so that I could finally find a wife. After I done dogged all these women out, after I done did this and said this and acted like this, let me try to be a decent person now so I can get a wife real quick in my middle age. When they wake up at 45, 50, and, and they got some kids but no wife, and, and their kids don't fucking like them because of how they were as a shitty father, they wake up alone, nobody to, to call their wife, nobody to really spend their, their, their remaining days with because at 50, black men don't got too much longer. We know how diabetes and colon cancer is taking out black men. Black men don't got that much longer to live after about 40 or 50. So when they wake up in their, in their twilight years, in their middle age, and realize, damn, like, I'm about to die soon and I don't have a wife, now they try, that, you know, they try to be like, oh, let, let, me, let me be a decent human being real quick. <laughs> let me try to finagle a wife. Like, nigga, you woke up at 40 and realized that you were a shitty person for 20 years? Like, I'm not buying it. I'm not fucking buying it. And here's the thing that kills me about what Jadena said on that podcast as well. If you're 40 years old and realize that what you were doing in your 30s and your 20s towards women was wrong, was the wrong way to go about things, was, uh, you know, was shitty, you were a douchebag in your 20s and 30s, and you're realizing that at 40, you knew that shit was wrong when you were doing it back then. You were very much conscious. You, you knew that what you were doing was wrong. If you realize it at 40, you knew at 30 and 20. You're just now deciding that you don't want to do that anymore because you see where that's got, where that's got you nowhere it hasn't gotten you a wife hasn't gotten you the family that you want niggas wake up at 40 and 50 and realize they ain't got the family they want because they were being shitty for 20 30 plus years and now they want to change not because they're ashamed of what they were doing before but because it hasn't yielded them the results that they want and now they got to switch up real quick to get a wife and a family don't let them fool you he trying to make us seem like oh i'm turning over a new leaf you're not doing that shit because you really want to truly be a better person no you're doing that shit because you see where it's gotten you and you don't fucking like it. That's all that shit is. That's all it is. And now we're down to the ultimate example this week of men revealing their true selves with Kiki Palmer's baby father. We see what's going on in the media right now. And first of all, let me just say, I feel sick to my stomach and completely heartbroken for what Kiki not only is going through right now, but what she has allegedly been going through for the past year, right? This physical abuse, verbal abuse, mental abuse, abuse period from her baby father, right? Now, when I did that podcast segment, that last Talk Tuesday titled Kiki Palmer Baby Father is a Clown, y'all tried to make it seem like what he did when she went to Usher's concert wasn't a big deal. A lot of men actually, most of the comments after I posted that clip were comments defending her baby father and saying, how do you know? It's not, a, it's not that big of a deal. Did you see what Kiki was doing? Those were, that's, go look through the comments. That's what most of these males were saying. I made a big deal out of what he did 
because what I saw when he posted you're a mom though or whatever like trying to condemn her for what she was wearing I saw the abuse from a mile away and I'm not even gonna say a mile away because it was really in our faces I know that when a man or a woman I'm just gonna say it, when a person in general finds themselves in a domestic violence situation to where their partner is physically abusing them it doesn't it very rarely, very rarely starts with someone putting their hands on you. There's always warning signs before that. There's always a lead up before the actual physical abuse. It might start as uh, mental abuse, verbal abuse, financial abuse. It always snowballs into the physical abuse. It might start with them punching a wall, them throwing things in the apartment. It always starts somewhere. It very rarely starts out of nowhere and you're shocked when they punch you in the face. It always starts from somewhere and we need to recognize and talk more about the signs of the snowball effects of abuse because it always starts off with this and then we ignore it because, oh, you know, you know, and that's why when I saw him criticizing what she was wearing, I saw that as him controlling her. I was thinking, wow, this guy is very controlling and I recognize that as a prelude to physical abuse. Now, we know by then that he was already hitting her. But when I saw that, I saw that as a danger sign. I saw that as a warning sign. I saw that as him being dangerous. Y'all was laughing it off. Y'all was saying he just don't want her to dress like that. No, it wasn't just about the way she was dressed. It was about him trying to control her. And I saw it. And that's why I made a big deal out of it on my podcast. Because as black women, we have to speak up about things. We can't just see things that we know are trouble from a mile away and don't say something about it. Like we have a duty almost to speak up about things because when things are spoken about more often, they become more normalized. The more people speak about things, the more it becomes household topics, the more people learn about things, the more we can spot things, the more we are, are privy to things, the more we can recognize what's going on. You don't talk about something, then you're never going to know what's going on. You know, so I feel it's really important for black women to always speak up on things that we see that's just like, uh, that doesn't look right, especially when it concerns us. Uh, that doesn't look right. That, that, uh, I, I got to call that out. I got to call it out. And I did. I told y'all he was a bum. You know, I said that there was something wrong with how he went about the whole Usher thing. I said it seemed off. And you sit back and listen and be an eye in the ear long enough and men will always tell on themselves. An abuser can't hide that he's an abuser forever. It's going to show. Just wait. Just watch and listen and wait. You will see the signs. You will see it manifest and develop uh, soon enough. And here's the thing. You don't got to wait long. A lot of men are just waiting to tell you about them, their true selves. They're waiting. They can't wait to spill the beans. They're not hiding these deep, dark secrets. Men tell on themselves all the time. Just like I said with Timbaland, he was telling us that he was uh, in love with a teenage girl unprovoked. <laughs> unprovoked, these men are telling on themselves. All you got to do is sit back and listen. And, and, and like I said, sit back and listen so that you can recognize what's going on. But you need to talk about it too. Talk about it and spread awareness. And I truly hate that Kiki is going through that. Like she is like one of America's sweethearts, you know, and it, it just breaks my heart that someone like that was letting such a low life even into her space. It's sad. 
But that's all I have for you guys this week on the podcast. Thank you so much for watching. I love you guys, and I will talk to you later. Bye.